everyone. How are you? Welcome back to episode 100. Well, not welcome back to welcome to episode 166 of the FLA Exposure Podcast. Uh, this episode sponsored by a good friend, Jack Cameron. Uh, he's been sponsoring and being a part of our events behind the scenes for a hell of a long time. A great ambassador for the sports uh, locally, a, a great guy behind the scenes, and, and he supports a lot of athletes, events, and all that kind of stuff. So reach out to Jack, uh, Jack Cameron Mortgages. Reach him out. Find out online. PremierMortgages.ca. <clears throat> Happy New Year. Obviously, uh, a lot of people are, you know, kind of at home doing their thing today. Uh, you know, some people might be out, whatever it happens to be you're doing. Happy New Year. And hopefully this year gets off to a much better start than last year. And, and hopefully it, it continues and we have a much better 2022. And uh, yeah, everybody's a lot happier. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a new fresh start for everybody. So let's get right into it. Uh, today I got, I'm joined by a guy named Matthew Pine. Um, he trains at a tribal boxing here in Dartmouth. He's also the owner and the creator of Good People, Bad Intentions brand. He's got a podcast. He's got apparel. He's getting into fight media, and he's he's a really great, another great ambassador for the sport locally. Uh, originally from Yarmouth, uh, a young man who, uh, how I noticed him, to be honest, is he posted some random videos on Instagram of him dancing at the boxing studio. And uh, to be honest, I just thought it was very cool and just something that was very light and needed. Um, so, yeah, I, I was quite impressed with it and thought it was super neat. So I reached out to him and we've been kind of chatting randomly since and he's got his good brand going. And, yeah, everything's good. So I wanted to bring him on and chat and kind of see how he got into the sport and We'll go from there. Matthew, how are you, buddy? Hello. Hey, thanks for having me, Derek. Awesome, man. How you been? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I've been doing all right. And uh, I just heard, yeah, um, I'm glad you liked the dancing videos. It's been dancing. Uh, has been something that I've been doing since I was really young, but always just for laughs. Never really serious. Loosens your body up. And, and yeah, yeah I, I try to have a good time. Well, that's, I'll tell you, having a good time is a very uh, underrated thing in this day and age. And uh, it's, it's loose. It's, it's fun. And I, I just thought it was great. I like, that's the kind of people that I want to spend my time around and, and have the, the, the people that I want to talk to. I want to talk to really good people who are easy going and, and just flowing. Right. And, and you definitely were flowing in the video, man. So welcome to the show and thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. And uh, you mentioned uh, the good people, bad intentions brand, uh, one of the main inspirations is the fight league Atlantic exposure podcast. So nice, it's kind man. of uh it's kind of full circle to come on here. Um, you know, I was listening to you. Um, you put, had a lot of really great guests. Uh, you kind of covered, um, a lot of not just mixed martial arts in this area, but also boxing and a lot yeah. of influential people. So it's cool that, um, you know, I'm on here. I get the opportunity to talk. And yeah, hopefully we'll have a good time, have some yeah. chats and laughs. I love it, man. I, I love yeah. it. It's, it's it's important to surround yourself with good people with the same kind of goals and stuff. And it's it's a community where, like I say it a hundred times, we're a small community. Like, and at the end of the day, we're just people who love the sport. So we got to help one another and support one another and give opportunities to one another. And you know, the the minute that you ever think you're bigger than anything is. You know, it's we're all in this kind of crap together and it's just a lot of fun, man. And and uh, I love seeing people succeed and be, like, who knows, within a year, the good people, bad intentions brand could blow up and it could be you just you never know. And that's the kind of success stories that are super cool to me. Yeah. And and in this particular area that we're from, um, you know, there's such a rich history of uh, 
fighting, but it's something that we really don't think about. Um, but yeah, like the likes of Sam uh, Langford from Weymouth, um, you know, he didn't uh, get get as much recognition as he really deserved. Um, but yeah, like um, I was even seeing Ryan Rizicki was reading something about uh, Cape Breton boxers and whatnot. I mean, wherever part of Nova Scotia you're from, fighting is is a part of our history. Um, and you know, I have I come from a family of fishermen too, and you know, we're tough, rugged people, but also kind. And you know, it's really cool that you know this podcast has been able to you know show everybody's efforts in trying to get back to that history and and yeah. Well, and that's it. Like the it's and exposure is what it's all about. Like I find that's for for me. I find running this uh, brand for a long time one of the biggest things that angered me i guess you'll say at the beginning when we started doing our event like even still to this day we'll approach like venues or things like that and people you know it's that fighting right that it's that thing and so i i really wanted to get people exposed to like okay these aren't monsters these are regular people who are like some of them have really good jobs some of them are in high level or high edu- highly educated people like it's just it's a challenge it's a sport for a lot of people right and so, well, with that being said, I assume like uh, the good people's bad intentions. Let's get into that a little bit to, sure. and talk about that and, and what your what the background behind the the premise of it is and, and what the f- the future goals for you are. Yeah, so I've been boxing for probably about three years, um, and in that, I started reading some books um, about Mike Tyson um, and his trainer Customato. Um, and in those books, um, there's like three that I read that are out there. Really recommend them. Um, they talk about throwing with bad intentions. Um, Mike talks about, you know, when you're trying to fight uh, your opponent, you're you're trying to punch through them. Um, now, boxing and, and martial arts in general, they kind of get a bad rep uh, because, you know, fighting is maybe not, a, not the most... Uh, good good looking thing but but what i what i've realized through this journey um because it's not only been been boxing but i used to do karate too yeah so there's a lot of really good people that are learning to hurt people so uh they they learn not to not to get into fights but to improve themselves to learn about themselves to you know join community the community so um yeah, so good people, bad intentions is a culmination of, you know, that that understanding of when you're in the ring or you're in the octagon, you're trying to cause harm, but outside you're, you know, a good person. I love it. I think it's yeah. super sexy, man. It's a and a lot of people just have brands. You know what I mean? But not always do they have a like a, a kind of a story or a reason behind the logo or the brand, right? And that's what I think it's cool and I think it, it fits very well because exactly like you said there is a lot of people more often than not you know 9.9 percent of the people like the media loves to get it and you know you see it every day and on cnn the other day i saw it it was like body of amateur mixed martial arts fighter found like what like what on cnn like you you can't like this guy fought like last like four years ago or something and so it's like they love to get that out there but at the end of the day it's it's they're trained and we're all trained for combat but at the end of the day you 
you're also there to better yourself. That's why I train. I don't train to hurt anybody. I train to literally go and sweat and, and get that good positive serotonin and the positive vibes going. And sometimes I dance too, you know? <laughs> yeah. And whether you're, whether you're boxing or you're doing jujitsu, um, you know, getting beat up in the ring or getting strangled. Oh, good job, man. You know, you know, if you wouldn't have stopped, you probably would have killed me, but you know, yeah, good yeah. job, man. Like, like, can you teach me a, after class? Can you teach me how to do that? Or can we, you know, get a beer and just chat about our little session we had, right? Like that's what it's yeah. all about is having a it good is. time learning, you know? And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I, I just had this, maybe this wrong impression growing up and I'm sure a lot of people have, you know, somebody that trains to, to fight, um, you know, everybody saw a karate kid and yep. uh, Cobra Kai. And I think everybody thinks, you know, you're people that do martial arts are like the people in Cobra Kai, but no, they're, they're the opposite. They're the opposite. So yeah, that, that's very well said. And well, let's transition to that a little bit and how you got into martial arts and, and, and boxing and, and uh, karate is where you begot your you begot. That's a new word for everybody where you begot. <laughs> Where you begun, you got your your start in uh, in combat sports, I guess we'll say in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. I come from Picto, so very similar small town fishing community. You know, a rough community with a lot of wonderful people, but not not a shy community by any means. My my sister just moved down there, so I'm gonna be going going to check it out pretty soon. Actually, Picto. Nice. I haven't. I think I passed by, but I don't think it's I've ever really visited. Yeah, money. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's the county, so maybe yeah, yeah. Well, let me like know. Yarmouth, Yarmouth is Yarmouth County, and then Yarmouth Town. I'm from Yarmouth Town, but uh, it's it's you kind of exactly it's, a, it's a bigger area than yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, how I got into to martial arts and boxing um, was kind of maybe what a lot of people have done ha uh, had happened. I was bullied in uh, in middle school, and. I went to um, a child psychologist. I was like, I think like everybody at the time thought it was cool to take meds. Uh, like all the people I was hanging out with, they're like, mm -hmm. yeah, I take the antidepressants or whatever. And I was only like 12 or 13 at the time. Um, so I went there. I was like, yeah, I'm going to try to get like this prescription from this guy. And all he said to me was, you know, you got to cut your hair and join something like karate. Now, it took me a while wow. to actually take the second piece of advice. I cut my hair and I stopped getting bullied because I had this like long black hair and, you know, I was really standing out, which I'm not telling anybody to not be the person you want to be. But if you stand out, just know that people will make fun of you and you got to have yeah. a lot of confidence to back up, you know, your own individuality. Well said. So and at 12 years old, I mean, you don't know who you are. So I just cut my hair. Everybody stopped bullying me for the most part. But I joined, I joined karate. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, when I joined karate, I was, it was kind of uh, also me learning about different cultures like Japan, you know, watching a lot of different like anime, like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Um, and, and just getting engrossed in the, in the culture. I guess, I guess anime is not really Japanese, 100% Japanese culture. A lot culture, of people but, in martial arts are huge into anime, though, as you know. Right. Yeah. And and yeah, I I got into it. Um there was like sports sports competitions where it was like point fighting and then also there's kata, so like the the patterns and whatnot. Yeah. 
I wasn't really interested in that too much because what I started doing was my dad was a huge fan of the, of the UFC, um, huge fan of George St. Pierre. Um, and what I started doing was watching a lot of uh, the fighters in the UFC with karate backgrounds and saying, you know, uh, I like I like they're using like the t- traditional L-shaped mm-hmm. stance, but then they're combining like dynamic boxing punches and and it was interesting to me because yep. it was kind of like um you can tweak and and add different styles together and make your own style so i was really interested in that in that and then i went to university um and i i kind of stopped doing karate and then later on i uh had a roommate that was an amateur mma fighter and that's when i decided to go to Titans MMA in Bears Lake under uh, Peter Martel. Yeah. And they kind of said, well, you know, you did karate, but maybe you should do something like boxing or kickboxing or, or jujitsu as like a foundation for your MMA. So I started doing boxing and I fell in love with it. And I really never looked back. Like after that, I was like, okay, I just really want to do boxing. And uh, now I'm at tribal where we yep. focus just on boxing. I still have a really good relationship with Peter Martel and, and everybody there. Nice. Um, and also I wanted to add when I was at Titans, you know, training uh, alongside Gavin Tucker, um, it was a huge, huge moment for me because I felt like for once in my life, I was close to somebody that was, was doing something that I never thought was possible. Yeah, I know, like living that dream kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. So right? I'm not, I'm not gonna be a UFC fighter, but the fact that I was by one, I was like, man, like, yeah, you know, I. It's surreal, a little bit, right? Like, you, how, how often do you get the chance to like uh, skate with an NHL hockey player? Not, not too often, right? So the fact that you're on the mats with, like, yeah, I know what exactly. I mean, it's cool, right? It's, it's, it's an, it's you know, these people are at a different level, so neat. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the nutshell of how I get from transition from karate to uh, to boxing. But I'm still a huge fan of MMA. You know, I listen to like Ariel Hawani's uh, MMA show, MMA Hour, all every the time. Day. Is, he, is he every day? No, uh, twice a week, Monday, Wednesday. Okay. Uh, but I I listen to it religiously. Like I'm a huge fan. Um, like the Godfather now, man. Yeah, even even Teddy Atlas, who I'm a huge fan of, he he starts covering MMA events now. It's it's hard to it's hard to ignore it because MMA is is becoming one of the biggest sports, um, arguably. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's a way I look at it, it, it. And not to cut you off there, but, yeah. but I look at it like it's it's that the only way you can become mainstream and like Dana says it like about boxing sometimes, like, you know, at the end of the day, one event a year or whatever, like if you in boxing is already mainstream, it's, it's a different flavor to everything. But if MMA wants to become mainstream like that, he's, they're doing it the right way of being consistent and the products consistent, everything. It's like a made for TV product. Right. And it's really smooth and everything's like, it's just, you know, they're getting better. Some, I think in some ways, personally, they're getting worse in some ways but in other ways they're getting better you know but it's like some of their commentating to me between you know and not like it's just it's not an easy job but my lord sometimes it's pretty but that's fighting right it's a little bit different but i also am like you can't be like 
can't be calling like the crowd stupid and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? But it's you know it's everybody's different in how they do it. It's not easy for sure. But yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see the sport grow. And when you see people like Teddy Atlas and these people who are boxing and fishing autos come over and cover it, and it's great, right? And and I don't understand why there's this constant thing about boxing and MMA. I don't get it. Like it's not to me. It's not even comparable. It's not the same sport. Like why do you even talk about it? It's not like and so. Uh, hopefully that will eventually, I, I don't know. I see guys like Jake Paul. What do you think of that whole situation? Hey, uh, Jake's the same, the same age as me. Uh, uh, some people think I look like him or like, uh, yeah. you know, uh Drew Carey or Seth He's Rogen without the Harry Potter glasses. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, I think what he's doing is, is kind of twofold. Um, he's a really smart businessman. Yeah. Um, he is bringing a lot of eyes to the sport. Um, he's, he is taking over the sport. Um, but at the same time, uh, the fights are, uh, not, not like, like he, he's fighting, he's, he's choosing his opponents. He's a lot bigger than his opponents. Um, most of the time his, his opponents are a lot older and his opponents aren't actual boxers per se. I mean, not to say that people that are MMA don't know oh, boxing, but for sure, yeah. it's a different thing yeah. altogether. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like he—he's interesting. He's—he's very controversial. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm. I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I respect what he's doing. I, yeah. I do respect it. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. For sure, like from from my end of things, like if if every fighter on our cards can promote like that, you know, hey, dang, <laughs> right? Like he gets it. He he's smart. He's you know, obviously he's had a huge following before he came to this, but it's kind of hard to think that he this wasn't in his mind all along or, or something. Like he's just they're smart. They're a smart bunch of kids. And like, there's a few shout out to Colty our boy Colty. Like he's a guy who he's, he spends some time with them out in California. He's a local Nova Scotian guy. He's like a oh, big wow. TikTok star. He's going to be at our next event. And like, he's another guy like these people with like 10 million followers and stuff. It's like, you know, we're struggling over here to get 6,000 and it's amazing, right? Just how smart these kids are and they're way ahead of their time. I'm just an old man now, 41, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I can type real fast. That's about it. Hey, that's, class. that's good. Is, did you learn that from the typewriter? <laughs> yeah, the typing class. Yeah, like pretty much. Jesus. Ding. Yeah, it's man. But technology is a like you look at our brand. We're focused on pay per view. Like that's a big part of our business. Is is especially with this pandemic. Pandemic is is we're we're probably going to come out of this for a long time using smaller venues, mm-hmm. and with a focus on pay per view, knowing that like venues are hurting so they're not doing anybody any favors by any means like you know we're paying big big money for these venues and and when you have nobody show up you see a lot of promoters they come and do one show two shows and that's it right but that's why because it's at the end of the day we want a smart business plan we want to come out of this properly and without losing any money over this whole covid and pandemic and so we'll probably use smaller venues and have a focus on pay-per-view for at least this year man until we can get back to a large if we ever get back to that, what do you think? Do you think people will ever go back to a large venue? Well, in this country, uh, okay. this country's a lot different than the United yeah, States. Yeah, 
you're, you're right because I think the states have kind of adopted that they're right. already at that at that point regardless of what's going on and then we're like kind of the more cautious uh bunch that you know because of that we we really can't do a, a lot because of the rules that are going on but um i i really don't know about that um but i i've really not had as many opportunities as i think i should have to to go and see fights as a fan around here so because of all the cancellations and whatnot so I'm really hoping that not only just for the fighters, but also the, uh, you know, the fans that they get a lot of more opportunities to, to be involved in this sport, um, yeah. boxing or MMA. And, um, yeah, like I want to, I wanted to say something. I know you have a partner, but I, I'm thinking about calling you Derek white because the, <laughs> the turnaround time that you had went, you guys had went through to make, the second FLA go through was amazing. I mean, like you you were, you were on a mission. I was watching by and I was like, man, this guy is making like some moves. Um, So you didn't, you didn't let, you didn't let, uh, you know, this, this stop you from doing what you wanted to do. And, and I'm sure everybody, the fighters, I'm sure they, in the back of their mind are really appreciative of, you know well it's thank you for the kind words very yeah. very much appreciated and by by all means like my partner if it wasn't for out hit like you know it's john is a he's a boss man and he kills it and all of our team like it's it, i might be the one more so out in the public but it's it's all of them are putting up with me let me tell you and, and <laughs> so they know and it's it's a crazy thing that that but for the athletes at the end of the day like you said like these people they've had they already had a card canceled so now another card canceled like a lot of them were on our june card that got canceled and so then they're on september and it was just like you know what like no if not a chance like so we're pushing forward and the brunswick commission was wonderful and, and great to work with and who you know it's not to say we won't probably be back in nova scotia at some point who knows what'll happen but we just gotta you know we just gotta let things smooth out here a little bit and hopefully we can come back to nova scotia in the fall maybe or something but for right now, it's it was nuts, man, for sure. There was, uh, like, God bless Chelsea, um, because if it wasn't for her, like, there was a lot of sleepless nights, and it, it, it affected my health, to be completely honest. So, oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, it was just a lot. Like, it was a lot of stress, and, I'm, you know, it's when it, there's a lot of stuff on the line, and, and at the end of the day, we came out of these events. We're not, you know, it's not like we're becoming millionaires by any means, right? So you have one event canceled on to the next. It's, it's, not, it's not a pretty sight, but you're, you're in deep and you, and you keep moving forward as you're committed. Right. So, um, speaking of that and like mm-hmm. kind of pushing forward and, and those kind of things, uh, the family at tribal, um, mm-hmm. obviously I've had Bridget on here before and we all know who Jim Maloney is. He's a, amb- like an ambassador, both of them are pioneers, uh, especially Jim when it comes to karate in Canada and, and Bridget and Jim do a wonderful job over at tribal and it's a great, great group of people over there. Um, How's it been over there? And obviously the shutdown right now is not good for anybody, but the family's great. Yeah. Uh, family's a really, a really good word for that because, uh, you know, my experience with them, I, I haven't known them for, for that long, maybe since August, but they've been nothing but treating me mm. like family and everybody there. And uh, yeah. So not only is Jim a pioneer, but also Bridget's a pioneer when it comes to to boxing and, yeah and female coaching and female um, when she was a fighter as well. 
um, very detail oriented. Like um, they call it the sweet science boxing, but she, out of everybody that's ever taught me boxing, um, is is really detail oriented. I, I don't know if that's because because she has a different uh, perspective being a woman, or if it's just characteristic of her. But she is so detail oriented, and hmm. uh, it's amazing. Like I'm I'm coming after lessons and, and realizing that um, there's so much to learn, and and yeah, it's it's amazing. And the people there um, are hilarious. Like we're all jokers. So we're all about having a good time dancing, all that stuff. So I went from maybe like being the only person that, that danced at a gym to like <laughs> one of many, one of nice. many. And, nice. and a lot of the boxers that I follow, whether it's Tyson Fury and uh, Alexander Usyk and Vasily Lomachenko, um, they all dance. I think it's just key. It's key to being relaxed and, you know, and, and, Good I don't vibe. know. It just yeah. puts a really good energy too, right? Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson's a really good dancer. Like, holy, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's a interesting break guy, but break dancing. Yeah, um, yeah he's an interesting cat for sure. Yeah, I what like. I like. Uh, pardon. What do you think's gonna happen to him? I don't know. Um, when you are a crazy cat. And you're left in the cage for a long time. Uh, yeah. it, it can't be good. So a lot mm -hmm. of, I, I'm learning just as a fan that fighting and being active for a lot of people is therapy. You know, it keeps keeps people in check. And then when they don't have those goals, um, it can it can be hard. Mm -hmm. um, you know, training like a lot of people approach training as like you know their mental health. Um, when you don't have a goal and you're just going to the gym and, and you're, you're floating around can probably be hard for him. So I don't know. Tony, Tony has proved time and time again that he belongs to be belongs where he is. And he's a really tough guy. He's had some shortcomings. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a forever a fan. He's uh he's a spectacle. Yeah, he is. He, yeah, yeah. He's, I'm interested to see what happens to Phil. I don't think he's obviously said he's not going to retire, but I just don't know who. I don't know who he'll fight. Dos Anjos, maybe, or somebody like that. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised because it seems to be the going trend uh, with somebody that's kind of maybe towards the end of their career. He might he might be able to get released and try to get a big payday on a on another organization. Yeah, you never know. Hopefully, you look at Kevin Lee. It's funny, like I look at that Kevin. 165. Yeah, that's not a good fight for Diego. I love you, Diego, but yeah. And it's it's really interesting because uh, from what I I, I, I listened to on on uh, the Ariel show that uh, he's going to be so he's going to be fighting Eagle FC at 165, and he's still going to be having Faraz as his head coach, but he's going to be. Um, I think Miami where is where Sanford is. Sanford, yeah, Miami. Yeah. Oh, really? So, yeah. And then he said, like, because he used to live in Las Vegas and um, yeah, with uh, extreme couture. So I don't know. Like he's he's jumping a little bit, and some people some people think jumping's not good, but I think no. it all depends on who you're who you are. And he's a very intelligent guy, Kevin Lee. We'll see what happens with it. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, that's it. We'll see if it's a good move for him or not. You know, it's, he's kind of had some, he just had a lot of bad luck, truthfully. So, and I think it's his mental game is as big, which, you know, it's not an easy thing. So, hopefully, it's a good change for him. Um, outside the gym, like for you, what's what's big things that kind of keep you going outside the gym? Like you say about goals, like, the, you know, I'm a big goal oriented person. And, and for me, my training has, I'll, I'll be honest, it sucked. This whole 2021, I like I've not trained the way I should in the last year. So that's a big I'd have goal. to say I'd have to say I I seen a video like two years ago, and I'm like, man, I'm not that I'm not that person anymore per se. Uh, I've learned a lot, but yeah, it's been it's been hard. Like with uh, you know people like things being closed, reopening, and you know I had I had actually a layoff of a year. Um, so I went to, to school online. I wasn't training for about a year. I uh, gained a bunch of weight. Um, still, still living with it today, but gained a lot of knowledge about myself mm. that I think is, you know, really useful for the future. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like uh, I, I, I'm hoping 2022 is is a better year for everybody. I'm not sure, but I what I do know is that. Um, Focusing on what I can cannot control is probably the most important thing. That's you know what that's great advice because I'm working on the same thing, man. That's a huge thing for me is focus what I can and cannot control and just uh, go with the flow a little bit more. So good on you, man. It's you know don't don't get down on yourself and just try to you know keep pushing forward. It's it's would- it's tacky, but man, that's the only way we can get through this world is keep pushing forward. Like outside goals. Is to one day be featured on Saturday Night Live. Ooh, but I don't know what how what ladder I got to climb to get to there. But SNL is you know one of my favorite shows. Um, I like I like being a joker. Um, I was kind of a joker in, through school. I don't think yeah. a lot of people appreciated that, <laughs> including my teachers. They uh, I think they I think, sure they I think it rubbed them the wrong way. But now I'm becoming more mature i'm 24 years old so now i try to be a nice guy but also contend with my like joking side so mm-hmm. yeah good for you well that's a good goal man if we can help you out with that yeah. Saturday, uh, pull some strings well we don't have any strings to pull but if we <laughs> if down the road if there's some way we can help but that's so like you're obviously a very creative person always had been yeah, eh? yeah. maybe yeah, stand up or something who knows? Um, I, I thought I wanted to be a writer. Um, I thought I wanted to be a Twitch streamer. That's why I got all this gear. I was doing uh, live streams, playing games. Yeah. Um, which I learned, like, yeah, if you like games, that's cool. But you got to actually, like, add something to the content. You got to be, like, um, something that people want to watch, right? So I was just, like having fun playing the game and I was just kind of zoning out and I was like, man, watching it back. I was like, who, who would really want to watch that? You know, like, yeah, you have to talk, I guess. eh? Yeah. And there's some people that get a really excellent voice when it comes, not like how it sounds, but they have a way of like expressing themselves that. Yeah. And I I don't watch much of it, but I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hopefully the good the podcast, the good good person, uh, good person, good people, good person too, good people, yeah, bad influences yeah. podcast will pay off, buddy, and it'll bring you close to your goals. Um, yeah. Who are who are some big mentors for you? 
Obviously, we've oh. covered a couple of them, I'm sure, but you know. Ooh, tough one. Um, my uh, first first I have to say is my mom. Mom nice. has been uh, the strongest person that I've known. Um, also, my grandma. Um, so family has been a huge thing. All my family have, have been somebody that I always, you know, bounce ideas on with. A lot of the times they give me the practical uh, advice yeah. that I lack because I'm kind of crazy sometimes. Like I yeah. just, yeah. Um, That's good though. That's, it's important to have, like, trust me, I have every day I've got new inventions, man. So trust, those people are good to keep you grounded. Yeah. Um, Bridget has been a huge, huge help with me. Um, she's been like with challenges with the podcast, um, she, which, which does happen. And I'm sure, you know, we could even have, have conversations about that, but there's been a few roadblocks and she's kind of allowed me to or talk with me about realizing what my dream is and, and maybe re refocusing and, 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 and changing my dream a little bit. Um, and yeah, so she's been another great mentor um and i would say at, at this moment there's definitely like all the people that i've that i've uh have trained me have always been mm -hmm. mentors um yeah. but that's kind of how it currently stands as far as who i talk to um for advice and and that kind of stuff of course i talk with you too so suppose yeah. you're in the mentor category as well I don't know. No, no, definitely not. I know exactly what you're saying. Like there's these people like we, you know, we chat, we yeah. chat, and, but there's yeah. these people that you have these deep conversations with that, you know, and uh, yeah, certainly I'm there for you, man. If you ever do yeah. want it, yeah. that's, that's never, I have lots of them with lots of people for sure. So it's, it, it's important to know who you, who you can have those conversations with. Right. And trainers are, it's, we're a group of people that like, I always say like, we're a small group, we're a small community out here in the East coast, whatever, wherever you are in the world, your community of martial arts, you're a bunch of weirdos to a lot of people. Like yeah. they think like it's a weird thing, but I shouldn't say weirdos, but a lot like they're like, I would never be able to do that. I would never do that. You know, like it's just the, the but so when you're in there, like it's a select group of individuals who are willing to go punch each other in the face, you know, and love it and dance and have a good time. So you always got to treat each other with respect and have a good uh, amount of fun. And some people come, some people go through the years, but you know, for me, man, it's like my, it's like my family, my buddies and who I've been training with for 12 years and picked a kind of jujitsu. And uh, like, they're just like family to you. Right. And because you, you're, you know, you're just this blood, sweat and tears mentality that you always have. Right. So it's mentors is a, is a huge thing and training partners and training people that do train you are a big part of it, man. So, well said, buddy. Um, a final question for you. Yeah. Advice. Advice to anybody. Obviously, you're, you started the brand now. Good people, bad intentions. Advice for anybody who, you know, is, is making the plunge like you. Yeah. Um, wow. So biggest advice is uh, should have started a little bit earlier with the podcast because that was that was something I've always wanted to do. Um, and I kind of put it off and, and I guess, to be honest, I was a little scared. I was like, man, there's people already doing this. But then when I finally reached out to you and I said, I really want to do this, you know, and I, I was really surprised when you're like really supportive about the idea. Cause you know, I was like, man, this guy's doing this already, but oh, um, well, there can man, never we're be, people, man. we're all just yeah, people yeah. chatting, right? Everybody's got a story to tell. Yeah. 
and yeah uh maybe maybe hold on hold off on the apparel for a little while before because i was like jumping the gun a little bit and you gotta you gotta make sure you have a little bit of an audience before you uh really jump into apparel like i have this sweater this hat good people bad intentions.com check them yeah. out but um you know you gotta make sure you actually have eyes right nobody's gonna see your your shop um uh, they don't know yeah. who you are so i should have probably done that later along down the road uh, once i had some eyes from the podcast so you know you live and you learn that's yeah. probably the biggest business-esque lesson that i've learned um like and it. also just be prepared that like people are busy like i i, I guess like just be prepared that you know if things don't work out you got to be flexible you got to make it work and mm. uh you know you're not Maybe somebody says they're going to do a podcast, but it doesn't mean that they're going to or it's going to be later down the road and you just got to push on. Well, th that's it, man. Like, the, Happy New Year, Ken. Ken, Sarah, lots of love. Um, ho hopefully, like, the, hopefully this pushing on is, is the key. You just have to let it go, you know, like, like with our event. Like the minute, the minute we got that call, there was no crying. There was, we were on the phone with the New Brunswick Commission within five seconds. So it's like you either find a way or you don't, right? And it's this world, unfortunately, doesn't give you time to be weak in when it comes to business. Like that's, that's my biggest lesson I'm learning. Like is I'm, a, I'm, uh, I'm, I kind of come off as a, as a tough interior some, or exterior sometimes when I'm running these events. But man, like the mental aspect of running this business is very, very hard. Like you're, you can be the best person one day and the next day you're the biggest asshole for like, you just don't know why. Right. So it's business is not for everybody for sure, man, but you're doing a great job. And, and apparel, even with us, man, apparel, like we don't sell a lot of apparel. Like it's, it's a hard thing to pull and it's a hard thing to, to sell. And there's tons of eyes, people have eyes on everything. And, and it's, it's not cheap, you know, locally it's not, you know, people ask sometimes about our prices and I'm like, go over there. Look at, there's another local brand over there selling for $120. Right. So you, you just gotta, you just gotta keep focusing on and not, not listen to it and just do your thing, man. So I agree. That's great advice. And, but all right, buddy. Well, I want to uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, anybody who's out there, you haven't heard of them. Uh, good people, bad intentions, Mr. Matthew Pine. A wonderful, wonderful human being. Get out there, support his brand, support his podcast. You're going to see his face a little bit more on our podcast in the near future. Uh, hopefully, you'll see him at our, at our events and stuff. And, and whatever we can help you out with, man, by all means, just let us know. And keep spreading the good positive vibes and, and being a great ambassador, man. You're a wonderful human being, buddy. So keep it up. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. All right, buddy. Happy New Year. Lots of love. We'll talk soon. All right. There you have it, folks. Episode 166 of the Fight League Atlantic Exposure Podcast with my buddy Matthew Pine. Uh, super excited for him. This is going to be a big year for 2022 for him. Good people, bad intentions, the podcast, the brand, the apparel. Get out there, support them. Uh, support each other in this uh, local community, especially when it comes to the fighting community. Very, very important. And, uh, yeah, be good to one another. Uh, most of you are probably hung over. So, uh, I'm a little bit hung over. I had four beer last night, which is a, is a lot for me. And, uh, yeah, it's been a rough morning. Let's just say the least. Um, but I'm going to go back to the coach now and finish watching a 90 day fiance marathon. 
and uh, not by choice. And we will see you all later this week. Lots of love, everybody. Be kind.